Well, hi, everyone. I'm Barrett Bowden, lead pastor of Island Community Church. I want to welcome you to a mini-series that we are doing that complements our current summer series. We are calling these episodes our Good Neighbor Series Spotlights. And really, I just want to invite you to join us on a journey as we explore practical application of the good neighbor values that are being taught in our church in this season. They're all aimed at shining a light on the transformative power of loving our neighbors. And at the heart of the series lies a vital biblical principle, loving our neighbors as we love ourselves. As Jesus taught, this commandment is second only to loving God, and it encompasses everything that we are called to do. Our love for neighbors is a tangible expression of our love for God, and it proves the depth of our faith. So throughout this series, what we're going to be doing is thinking deeply and practically on the application of the parable of the Good Samaritan, which we've reimagined as the parable of the good neighbor from Luke chapter 10, 25 to 37. This powerful parable really prompts us to ask two crucial questions. First, who is my neighbor? A question that Jesus himself addressed. And second, what kind of neighbor are you? A question that calls us all to reflect on our own actions and attitudes. So in each Good Neighbor Series Spotlight of this mini-series, we'll delve into a unique Good Neighbor value. We'll explore what the Bible teaches about these values and why they're essential to being a good neighbor. But primarily, we're going to bring this value to life through an interview with individuals from our church community. These interviews will offer a glimpse into the lives of those in our church family who have embodied these good neighbor values. And they will share their stories of compassion, selflessness, and sacrificial love. By hearing their experience, we hope to inspire and equip you to embrace these values in your own life with a simple goal, to see you grow in your love for God and your love for your neighbors. So as you hear today's interview, We pray you'll become more eager and more equipped as ambassadors of God's love so that you too can leave a lasting impact on the neighborhood around you. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us today for uh, today's episode of our Good Neighbor series. So today's Good Neighbor value is that good neighbors practice hospitality. And we have with us our good friends, Brandy and Anthony Jordan. Welcome, y'all. Hi. Hey, how are you? Thanks for being here. Really glad you guys are here. So before we jump right in, why don't y'all just tell us a little bit about yourselves, give us a little brief biography, just so we can get to know you a little bit before we get into our conversation. <laughs> so I'll, I'll start. Uh, so uh, Anthony Jordan, I've been uh, at ICC since uh, 2014, um, and my wife, Brandy, uh, who's been at ICC since 2012, um, have just grown to um, love ICC. Um, it, it's our church home. Um, yeah. We have a kiddo. Yeah, we've, we've got a kid. <laughs> we've got one yeah. 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 Can't forget yeah. about him. Uh, he's uh, five. His name is Nate. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's awesome. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say. That's great. <laughs> yes. That's great. School just ended. Yes. So Nate is on his first expedition of the summer. He's at his grandma's house. Great, great. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for that. I I do want to, so I I just mentioned a a second ago that our good neighbor value 
um, for today is that Good Embers practice hospitality. We chose you guys specifically in light of that. So just to get started, maybe just tell us kind of what does hospitality mean to you guys and why is it particularly important to y'all, this value of hospitality? Yeah, I guess I'd start by saying, you know, hospitality uh, kind of for me started uh, when I was little. Uh, so it's hmm. kind of been um, ingrained in me. Uh, cool. My parents were always uh, hospitable uh, to others, um, as well as my grandparents are always hospitable. Uh, there's always people um, coming in, coming over. Yeah. We kind of had an open door policy. Uh, so cool. kind of growing up, seeing that um, is kind of was ingrained uh, to me. It was kind of second nature uh, mm-hmm. to me. So uh, growing up, kind of just have followed suit uh, to want to be able to to offer a, a space uh, for people to feel comfortable, to come, um, enjoy, um, build relationships. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Um, for me, I grew up in a small town, very small town. Um, and so everybody knew everybody <laughs> and you took care of your neighbor, right? Yeah. Um, it was kind of, I guess, like like Mayberry, uh, if you yeah. will. And so um, that was definitely ingrained in me at a young age that you take care of the people around you. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I think our neighbors are the people that we do life with, um, the people that are there if we need them and we want to be the same to yeah. them. Well, so I want to, yeah, follow up on that. Tell, tell me a little more. I know some of y'all's story, but tell me a little bit more about what that looks like for y'all right now. So y'all kind of both referenced growing up, kind of what you learned and saw of hospitality, but what does that look like for y'all as a family? Mm. Yeah. Sorry, is it, is it, is it okay so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I will. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, to follow up on that, I know a little bit of y'all's story, but I'd, I'd love to hear more. What has hospitality looked like for y'all as a as a family? How do y'all practice hospitality, basically? Yeah, so I, I would say for for us now, um, you know, we moved out, uh, I guess you can say, to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when we kind of first moved out, we were the, the only people uh, that lived in our subdivision. <laughs> uh, so... It was kind of lonely. Not a lot uh, of hospitality there. Not a lot yeah. of hospitality there at the beginning. Uh, we were kind of eager for neighbors uh, to, to move mm-hmm. in and, and to get to, to know people. Yeah. Um, but it was, um, I guess you can say, just putting ourselves out there uh, to be intentional, uh, to get to know the people uh, that were moving in around us, uh, to kind of build uh, that community uh, of individuals, um, and kind of having kind of an open door, uh, kind of yeah. as I stated, it's, it's a little bit of a, of a chance because you're not going to get received in by everybody. Mm. Um, but it was kind of important to us to, um, move out cause we did live in the city, uh, but move out, um, and to, to build a community wherever we were. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I will say like, Whenever I met Anthony, he grew up in the suburbs. Um, I intended to stay in the loop forever, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. was, <laughs> um, but we started talking about having a child, and um, because I grew up in the country and he grew up in Collierville, which was the country back then, mm-hmm. um, we so. we did look at the the suburbs, and I just kept thinking like, why is God pulling us to Arlington? Because mm-hmm. it was such a strong pull, like one of those things that only He can do, mm-hmm. um, and we didn't know until we got out there, and then we started um just following his call to build that community and now we know why god was calling us to arlington um so yeah 
Yeah, could y'all give even some like practical examples of ways like Anthony, you were kind of saying just getting to know folks, inviting them in, but what are some practical ways that y'all have learned to really bring your neighbors in and practice hospitality with them? I think uh, <laughs> he's pointing at me because I'm the organizer of events. Um, if you know me, this is not a surprise. Um, so organizing events. Uh, we'll have a crawfish boil every so spring. Cool. The 4th of July, Anthony, um, his dad has always done a big fireworks show in his neighborhood in Nashville. So we started wow. doing that in our neighborhood. So that's the whole neighborhood can enjoy fireworks. We have a big barbecue. Um, in the fall, we'll do Halloween type thing. You know, a yeah. big hayride for the kids. Um, Christmas, we open our doors and do decorating Christmas cookies uh, for the kids. So just organizing events and bringing people in wow. um, is is something that I really enjoy doing. Um, yeah. So that's something we, we do. Um, Anthony and his dad and with the neighbors help built an outdoor kitchen in our backyard wow. just so we could have people over for, you know, the fall football games and stuff like that. We have a really big yard, let people play. Um, one of our neighbors had a pool and they moved neighborhoods. <laughs> and so there was this gap there. Hmm. Um, and so we decided that we would put a pool wow. in our backyard because we already have the outdoor kitchen. And yes, obviously we'll enjoy a pool, but it's really more for the neighbors, honestly. Yeah. So we can all come together. Um, <laughs> wow. So, yeah. And Anthony, you just show up for the party. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like. Okay. I, I just show up. Luckily, okay, she's good okay. at all the organizing, <laughs> so I just, I just coordinate. You know, I send out a text message no, here or there. It. Exactly. Yes. This you're is what's you're gathering. Yeah, yes. you're gathering. People. Absolutely. That's so cool. It's really cool to hear how y'all are so intentional in the choices mm -hmm. you're making, even with yeah, I mean, projects for your home and things like that, and then looking for holidays and opportunities to gather people together. That's so cool. I, I'd love to hear also like. Any just stories of how God has worked as y'all have done that? Like as you've uh, had your neighbors over, gotten people together, how has God used that? Yeah. Um, so I think for me, obviously at ICC, there's a lot of medical folks. Mm -hmm. I work in a medical community. And so without getting into too many specifics about people's medical issues, um, just he's used that um, mm -hmm. in being able to help our neighbors um different families whose kids are having issues. Mm. There's at least two sets of neighbors who are wow. seeing physicians that are in ICC right wow. now. And that connection was huh. made through us. Um, wow. And so I think that's been huh. really helpful. And yeah. um, and I've been able to be used in that way. But then also um, I am a lactation consultant and a dietitian. So there's young families out there. So um, being able to be with them in a really kind of a hard time sometimes after yeah. you have a kid it's a big change yeah. um so being able to be there for them in that time as well wow. has been great yeah. so cool mm -hmm. yeah I hear almost like a um like a networking thing exactly. that you're doing as you're mm -hmm. seeing needs and yeah. and responding to them by helping people uh get help or find what they need mm -hmm. that's so cool anything else that comes to mind maybe for you no I think it also it's, it's you know you build those relationships with people so it's not just um you know, you're not just hang, hanging out, having a good time. Yeah. Uh, you build friendships with yeah. some. And so, um, you know, there's, you know, you have good conversations. You talk about sports, but then sometimes it's it's family issues. It's yeah. it's other things that you're there for, not to, uh, you know, provide any, you know, judgment of them, but just to be there as kind of a sounding board um, yeah. that they just need to vent to a friend. Uh, so yeah. uh, you just build friendships. Um, yeah. And that's 
that's one thing that I'm, I'm happy to say is that we've, we've built a community of friends uh, that, wow. you know, we can go and talk to each other about the worst of things or just go next door and ask someone for a cup of sugar. Uh, yeah. So it, it's, it's really, really is a good uh, yeah. group of friends that we've built out so there for cool. sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, men, the mental image that's coming to mind is um, I'm imagining y'all's home and y'all's backyard. It's like you, you, y'all are providing just space yeah. for people but it's also space for relationships and for all the things that people bring in um, for, for y'all to meet needs and speak into things and be intentional with that space. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So I have just a couple of other questions. I'm curious Mm -hmm. to hear. So what would you say is like the key, like choice you've had to make or even a sacrifice you've had to make in order to really live hospitably? You know, y'all are seeking to live in obedience, you know, to, to our, our command mm-hmm. to, to practice hospitality. Um, what is that required of y'all to really live in that? Because I know it doesn't just happen. That's what I know. We all know that. Yeah. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. What is that required of y'all? Um, I guess, like I said, no one is, is um, I guess, cl- a clean house, per se. Like, sure. we have a lot of... Uh, our house is lived in. I'll just put it like that. Um, we, we're, we're intentional to know that yeah. we go in with expectations to know that we're going we're gonna to have it lived in. We, we yeah. want to provide a, a comfortable place. Yeah. We don't want to put you know, fancy couches that we don't want people to sit sure. in or afraid to touch or you know, yeah. break things. Like We <laughs> want our house to be comfortable, welcoming yeah. uh, to, to anyone to come in uh, hmm. into at all times. So it's not going to you know, be... I don't want to say over glamorous, um, sure. but yeah. it's just, um, you know, that's something that in the front end we kind of decided, Hey, this will be a house to be lived in. Like, you know, yeah. kids are going to run that's up and cool. down, you know, we're tell families all the time, you know, treat it as it is your home. Um, mm-hmm. you know, don't come in and think that you can't, you know, take your shoes off or it's <laughs> just, uh, we want you to come in and feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, and, um, so that's definitely one thing so uh, cool. to, um, Probably another thing is time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of time, but we figured it's time well spent uh, to, to build those relationships and to yeah. have that, that space uh, yeah. for everybody to, to come together and kind of be, I guess you said, the beacon of the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, those are great. I think money. Yeah. Just being practical. I was like, thinking that when y'all were talking about those projects in yeah. the backyard. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so it's when, an investment. Yeah. We were trying to decide that the pool, that's a big investment, right? So yeah. we love travel. Um, mm. And so it was honestly a choice of like, mm. do we want to use our money to wow. fulfill what we want and do a bunch of travel? Or do we want to invest this back into our neighbors and friends um, mm. with something that everyone can enjoy? And, mm. and that's what we chose um was the pool um and so yeah yeah money is a big investment and then time right um choosing to invest time in our neighbors and the people around us choosing when we pull in not just closing the garage door and running inside um but if someone's out saying hi um you know being intentional about those choices and then also with money like i keep snacks for the kids (laughs) like the kids love snacks y'all so um snacks drinks things like that yes so that's that backyard kitchen. Yeah. Yes, that's absolutely. what that's for. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, so I think time and money are big ones. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I I can just speak personally. I feel 
convicted and challenged and encouraged by y'all in that because that is so practical, but it is a real thing. You know, Jesus tells us to count the costs and there, there are times where we have to actually do that with our time and our money and what kind of home we want to have. You know, do we want to have a glamorous home or do we want to have a home that uh, we can use yeah. and that can be lived in? So thank y'all for sharing that. I, maybe my last question would be, I'm thinking about for people um, who are joining our conversation, um, what, what's maybe one, or you may have two, but what's a really practical piece of advice you would give them or just encouragement? If someone's saying, uh, you know, I, I would love to just be more hospitable, what's mm-hmm. a step I could take? You know, what would y'all, what would y'all say? Um, Emilio, you are. I can go. Go. Um, go So I think just um, not being afraid of putting yourself out there, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you can start by waving at your neighbors if you're a little shy, just, you know, a little wave. (laughs) Um, And then if you notice them out there um, being intentional and going out there and just saying hello, you don't have to have a 30-minute conversation. If you do, great. Um, But just saying hello and, and opening that door. And like Anthony said earlier, not everybody's going to receive that sure. and that's okay. Um, but definitely if God is, especially if God is putting on your heart yeah. to speak to a sort, a certain person to just follow that yeah. and be obedient in that yeah. and just start with saying hello. Yeah. That's great. You took mine, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would, I would kind of echo the exact same thing. Um, you know, it, it's, that's the number one, I would say step is just be out just be an extrovert. <laughs> if you're a deep down introvert, be an extrovert. Yeah. Um, hmm. And um, the, the I guess you can say the it's endless. Opportunities are endless. Yeah. And it's not always going to go beautifully. So mm-hmm. prime example, our first neighbors who moved in, um, I brought them cookies because I was like, yes, we have neighbors. We're not uh-huh. alone here anymore. They moved in right across the cove from us. And turns out their 18-month-old had a milk allergy, an egg oh, allergy, no. a peanut allergy. So like, <laughs> man, that crashed and burned, right? Um, but it was fine, you know, but that was fine. Um, we are now the best of friends. Yeah. Um, so it's not always going to go yeah. perfectly and that's okay. It sounds like what you're saying is what matters is that you took the step. Yes, absolutely. It, absolutely. What matters is that you did something. Right. right. Even when, Anthony, you're saying, like even when it, f- it does feel costly, uh, it doesn't feel natural even, or like it might not be uh, the easiest thing for me, pushing yourself to take that step is what I hear y'all saying is kind of the most important thing. Yeah, yes. yeah. absolutely. That's so cool. Yep. Well, super encouraged. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Is there anything else y'all would want to share before we wrap up? Nothing from me. Okay. I don't have anything either. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for joining us. And we hope this is really helpful for you in just learning how to better love your neighbor. And we'll see you next time.